You know, growing up, I never considered myself a fan of art until I went to Europe for the first time and got to see so many incredible buildings, magnificent paintings, and breathtaking sculptures. In particular, the one piece of art that moved me really deeply the, the first time I saw it was in Rome, and it was Michelangelo's Pietà. It's probably one of the most famous pieces of art in the entire world. You have hordes of tourists going to take pictures of this incredible sculpture of Jesus in the arms of his blessed mother after he was taken down from the cross. Yeah, it's one of the most famous works of Michelangelo. And when I first went there, our tour guide explained a very interesting detail about that famous sculpture. The Pietà is the only piece of art that Michelangelo ever signed. He carved his name into it, into the cloak of Mary. And legend has it that after Michelangelo had sculpted this magnificent piece of art, there were people uh, that were observing it and thought that it was painted by someone else, and he overheard them. And he was very kind of taken aback by it. He, his pride was very hurt. And so late at night, he went into the place where the Pietà was being stored and carved his name into the side of that sculpture. However, in his youthful zeal at the time, he realized that he had overstepped his bounds. He realized that he had been arrogant. After all, Michelangelo was a very young man when he uh, made the Pietà. He was only 24, uh, relatively early on in his career. And he resolved, after that episode, to never again sign a piece of art that he would make. That was his resolution from then on out. And he kept his promise. In our gospel today, brothers and sisters, Christ instructs his disciples about humility and the perils that come when we exalt ourselves. And this is, this is a problem as old as humanity itself. Adam and Eve wanted to be like gods, and so they took the apple from the tree. You could say that it's deeply ingrained in our human condition. We seek out recognition wherever we can find it. We want our names on our work. We want to be lauded for the good things that we do. We want attention to be drawn to our talents and gifts. After all, what do we call the places where the best athletes are housed? The Hall of Fame. We want that seat of distinction. We want to be seen as someone respectable and honorable. In short, we want people to want to be us. That is what we want. And yet we know that the more we draw attention to ourselves, the more we seek out adulation, the more prideful we become. As Sirach in our first reading says, humble yourself the more the greater you are, and you will find favor with God. This great exhortation for all of us to be humble of heart. And even Christ himself never sought to gain attention or acclaim while he was on earth. There's a beautiful passage in the Old Testament that foreshadows who Christ would be. It's from Isaiah 42, where it's the narrative of the suffering servant. Here is my servant whom I uphold, Isaiah writes. He will not cry out, not shout, nor make his voice heard in the streets. Christ was the ultimate example of humility. He had every gift, every grace, every talent, and every ability given to him, yet he never sought to use it for selfish ends. 
This was a man who wanted to, yes, direct people towards himself so that he could in turn direct them toward God the Father. It was never about just himself. It was a man who, after all, would escape crowds who wanted to make him king. So it does us no good, brothers and sisters, to go after earthly acclaim or seek after honors. Now, sometimes those honors can be justified, but when we seek them out, though, when we desire for attention to be placed on us, we become prideful. And when that happens, we are less likely to give full credit to God and less likely to feel that we need him. We get the sense that we can do it all on our own. And even in Michelangelo's life, there's a great progression of how humble he became. Because later on in his life, as he was an old man, he was asked to design the dome of St. Peter's Basilica in Rome. But Michelangelo knew that that dome would never be completed in his lifetime. And yet he still worked on it and designed it. It's an interesting progression. This man who initially had to have his name on this piece of art that he made was eventually okay with building something he would never see completed. It was a great example of growth and humility as his life went on. Michelangelo learned to take a lower seat at the table as his life progressed. Another example of this would be the great architect Anthony Gaudi in the famous church, the Sagrada Familia in Barcelona. If you've ever been there, you can't miss it. And they're still working on that church almost a hundred years after Gaudi died. Again, a great example of someone who would do all the work and reap none of the earthly rewards for what he did. Or another great example would be St. Therese of Lisieux, who lived her life actually in relative obscurity. Because it wasn't until a year after her death that her diary was published, the story of a soul. And people began to have a great devotion to this little flower. She lived her life in virtual anonymity. She was just a face in the crowd. It was only after her life, after she had died, that people began to recognize what a great gift she was. She wasn't a celebrity by any means. She was a simple nun. She never knew the impact she would have on countless souls. Just think of the humility that all of these people had. Yes, they did great things, but they never really saw them completed. They wouldn't get to hear anyone say nice things about it. I think it's important to ask ourselves, would we be willing to swallow our pride and undertake something so grand, knowing we wouldn't even be alive to see it completed? Would we be willing to do that? Are we humble enough to embark on something and work hard at something even without seeing any of its fruits. Certainly there's probably less people today who would do that than in generations prior. Brothers and sisters, we need humility. It's the antidote to our tendency for attention-seeking that so often plagues our lives. May we be content with anonymity, with the lowest place at the table, with working and receiving none of the praise, and ask God to deliver us from the spirit of pride and give us instead a humble heart.